York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New out. York, New York, big city of dreams. Yep, yep, what's going on? This is Jay Ellis for Nick of Time Show here giving you that Knicks talk just in a time Nick of Time and the Knicks lose, man. The Knicks lose to the Portland Trailblazers, who had a bunch of G Leaguers and Anthony Simons on a team. 112 to 103. I'm not even doing a huge the huge intro today. I'm not doing all that stuff today. I don't even have the KOT hat on today. I'm just I'm switching everything up today. I, it, it, I'm just getting straight to the facts. This, you know what? After a long road trip, teams usually kind of mail it in. Um, and I was shocked. I was kind of shocked at the start. You know, we started off slow. We were down 12, 0-12 to start the game. Only to be up by 23. And... I was really proud of the team for a long, for a while. I, I was proud, and I felt like we were finally doing what we were supposed to do. We was having a drama-free game. Me, yo, me and Alex, we was in the back. Shout out to my guy Alex, who's helping me out with the graphics. Me and my guy Alex, we talking on, on on texting like, yo, who's gonna be the graphic today? Who who's gonna ha- who are we gonna make the stats for? Game is over. I tell Alex, Alex, no stats today. This <laughs> is no, there's no stats today, man. There's no stats today. I don't understand what happened. I don't understand what I understand what happened, but I don't believe what happened. This this performance, this the fourth this fourth quarter meltdown is just the epitome of what this team is. The picture perfect portrait of inconsistency. These Knicks, after dominating the Portland Trailblazers for two straight quarters, we beat them three straight quarters. We won every quarter 23 points to 20 in the first quarter, 30 points to 20 in the second quarter, 39. To 29 points in the third, only to score 11 points in the fourth quarter is abysmal. After you come off the best win of the season, two games before, I I just I just don't get it. I and it was a man. I was ready to celebrate. To, to come with you guys and celebrate this big because there was a lot of big performances today. Like Julius Randle had 28 points once again, 16 rebounds and 6 assists. Quentin Grimes had his second best game as a Nick. Tw- 20 points. This two steals, like this defense was unbelievable. Kemba Walker. This is the, the most Kemba Walker has scored since December. Uh, even Cam, Cam came in, he only had six points, but he had an impactful six points where he was playmaking, getting guys in foul trouble. Um, His shot selection seemed better. 
tonight, like as he was going to the hole, except for like one bad shot in the third. Like it just seemed like we were on our way to a victory. But the demise of this team really started with Mitchell Robinson. It really started with Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson hurt his ankle or his back. And it seemed like the fourth quarter, we were winning the rebound battle. We were rebound, we were winning the rebound battle the entire night. Halftime. At halftime, we we had we at halftime we were up 33 to 23 in the rebound battle. Mitch goes down that fourth quarter specifically. God bless Taz. He, he he tries his breast. Bless old man River, bless his heart. But that fourth quarter really lets us know that we can't have smaller guys on these real centers. I don't care how good Taj is. When we compete on a defensive end, we cannot finish our defense if we don't get the rebound. And today, tonight rather, we didn't get the rebounds and key possessions. That was one of the big reasons why we lost this game. Huge reason why we lost this game. Second of all, the fourth quarter defense, again, Mitchell Robinson, was lost. Anthony Simons figured out they can run pick and roll, one five pick and roll with Taj, and Taj was forced to kind of help out on Anthony Simons on that three-point line. And after that happened, it left Evan Fournier to rotate and trying to stop Nurkic. And they ran that same pick and roll like three or four times at the end of the clock. And that was a huge reason. And I don't understand. I I, I understand. I understand Tibbs' love affair with Taj because he's a great player. He's been hitting threes. But I don't know, man. I feel like. I feel like there was. I feel like there was no choice but to go with Sims at the end of the game. There was no choice. Sims is the only one who can physically stand up to Nurchicks on the defensive end. The only one who had a who had a prayer. The only one who forced an offensive foul on him. Like it, it had to be Sims. Sims is a grown man, baby. All right, like Nurks was trying to push him to the floor. He couldn't move him. I think it, it was absolutely the wrong decision to go with Taj at the end of the game and not with Sims. I, I think that I think that I made a coaching fail. It was a little bit of a coaching fail on Tibbs' part. Two is like, man, Kemba Walker had one of his best games since December. Had a four-point play. Had a stretch where he had like I think eleven points, just eleven points in the third quarter. He was getting to the rim. He was finally hitting shots. He actually played three good quarters of defense on Anthony Simons. Altogether, Kemba Walker's defense actually has been pretty good. Fourth quarter comes, Kemba is cooked. The coach decides to go with Alec Burks. And this is one of those times where it's glaringly obvious how much point guard play we need. Because Wally was saying it all game, we were taking way too long to get in our offense in that fourth quarter. We were playing shook. 
After playing confident for all those quarters, we was playing shook. Kemba Walker was dribbling the ball, dribbling the air out the ball for like 15, 16 seconds only to like take fadeaway jumpers. Alec Burks was walking the ball up in the fourth quarter and not trying to pass the ball until it was too late. Like it seemed like our offense was going nowhere. Julius Randle was in disarray a little bit. He made one final good play when he went to the hole, but we need a real playmaker to organize our defense in his fourth quarters when things get tight. Because even though we were screwed defensively with Mitchell Robbins being, being down and us not being able to hold down their chase, offensively, we could have still kept doing what we did, but for some reason, we just choked. We, we just choked. Charlie King says Evan Fournier got over 30 minutes, had four points, three rebounds, and can't sit on a bench. Good point, Charlie King. This brings me to my next point. Now, now Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish, like I said earlier, had a really good game. I, I liked. I liked. He brought something different to this team into the second unit that we haven't had in a while. And he, he, he brought a little bit more shot creation. Like the way he was able to get to the hole. And even though he didn't finish, a couple of things rolled out. A couple of balls rolled out. He's able to go to the foul line. He's able to go to the foul line. And it seemed like he was way under control. And I like this defense too. I like this defense. And it also seemed like in that quarter, the ball wasn't really in Quickly's hands a lot. I feel like it was more Burks and Cam to me. Let me know what you guys saw. But that's what I saw. And I would have liked Cam to play a lot more minutes in that first half or even in that third quarter when Fournier was, was bricking it. Um, but unfortunately, when the, the, the bench came in, Cam rolled his ankle. I didn't even see that report till late. But Cam, Cam actually rolled his ankle because I would actually rather have seen Cam in the game in the closing minutes rather than Evan Fournier. He was bricking it up that day. But like... And to, to make insult to yeah, so make insult to injury, we lose RJ, we lose Mitch, we lose this game, and when Cam Reddish has this opportunity to make an impact on his team, he gets injured. Once Nick always Nick says no adjustments. Yeah, I mean. Once Nick always what adjustment do you want to make? I, I I feel like the biggest adjustment was he. I feel like he should left he should have left Sims in on on Nurchik. That's what I feel like. I feel like we played really well until that fourth quarter, and I'm not sure what he. I don't know what do you think he should did. I don't know what Tips could have done differently. Out because even Emmanuel quickly right. I'm usually saying you know put Emmanuel quickly in this point guard. Emmanuel quickly was not good. He wasn't good. Burks wasn't good. Nobody was good. No, no, nobody. So I like this is one of those things where it's just like the team has to perform on offense, and unfortunately, and in instances, in instances like this, where where Tibbs gives a lot of leeway to the team to make decisions and run plays, sometimes I feel like I wish he just ran a play for them because they looked lost on the offensive end. Even with Kemba Walker on the floor. So I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, if, if you were looking for the good, 
brilliant game by Quentin Grimes. I believe he had 14 points. I, I heard 14 points. Then I also heard 17 points in the third quarter. He played defense on multiple people. He frustrated the team to the point where they called a flagrant foul on him because he got tossed to the floor. He hit threes. He hit threes. He hit threes. And he played the, the, the quintessential three and D player. And when this man gets hot, he gets hot. I wish in critical moments like this in today's game, I really wish they would run a play or find more or found a way to get quitting the ball in the corner. Because, unfortunately, they just kept finding Evan in the corner all willy-nilly. He was bricking all night. And I wish they would have found Grimes. Even Randall, man. Like, Randall really played great basketball for, like, three quarters. We got off to a slow start. Randall gets 10 points in the first quarter. He attacks the zone. All night, they're switching little guys on him. And I feel like all season, he wasn't able to to kind of take advantage of the switches with the like he was like he's been doing that for the recent games he's been taking advantage of the switches and punishing these kids by hitting mid-range jumpers um getting foul called going to the free throw line and driving on people with ease and then also I felt like he did a really good job recognizing who's hot and giving the ball like once Kemba got hot Randall was hunting Kemba for like a good 5 minutes and the same thing could be said for Grimes. He was hunting Grimes too for five minutes. And like I felt like he was having a low turnover game. Then you look then you turn around the last few minutes, he ends up with five turnovers. A lot of wasted effort, man. A lot of, I, I was gonna man, this when this game in the third quarter, I was trying to figure out who's gonna be the player of the game. Is it gonna be Julius Randle? Is it gonna be Quentin Grimes? Is it gonna be Kemba Walker? Honorable mention to my guy Cam who showed out. Disappointing loss, man. Disappointing loss. And 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 this is one of those games where you're just like, if this team is serious about turning this thing around, you have to win games like this. And on this other part, the other part I'm worried about too is something we haven't talked about yet. Getting back to Cam Reddish. Getting back to Cam Reddish, RJ Barrett is out right now. So now that RJ Barrett is out, you're starting to see Cam Reddish get some shine. He's, probably, he's getting like 15 to 20 minutes a game. Once Derrick Rose comes back, those minutes are going to dissipate. I'm not sure if he's going to get any minutes. So we're going to have to watch out for that. We're going to have to watch out for Cam Reddish being benched. Also, keep an eye on Quickly, too. Keep an eye on Quickly, too. Quickly played 10 minutes today. 10. So when Derrick Rose comes back and we have a full roster again, one of these, one of like quickly Cam Reddish and, and RJ, one of these guys is going to be sitting. One of these guys is going to be sitting when we have our full team back. So it's very, man, so this champion, this run, right, because the Knicks are in the hunt 
to be in the, in the play-in, and I know that's what they're going for, but we're not not make it. But this summer is really important summer. If we make the playoffs or not, this summer is a really important summer where the front office has to correct the wrongs of what happened this year because once we have a full roster once again, these young players aren't gonna be able to have time. It's gonna be like the Moody situation all over again. Like we can't give time. We can't give. T- we have to find a way to get a young player's time at some point. And if we're not able to do it this season, because we're chasing like a playoff run, we have to make some sales in the off season because we really need to find out we're gonna ha- what we have in Cam or what we have and quickly in these guys. But especially Cam, since we gave up a first round for him. All right, so I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is at this point. IQ should sit. McBride should play. Um, Paul, at this point, I think you're right. I think you're right. IQ should sit. McBride should play. I think what's happening right now is Tibbs is trying to. I feel like he's trying to of. Uh, uphold IQ's confidence right now. I think that's the only reason why he's playing the minutes he's playing. I'm, I feel like he's trying to uphold his, his confidence. He feels like the shooter's going to come back, and he's seen it He's seen it last season, and I think that's the only reason why he's playing right now, because he doesn't want to break his spirit. Because right, he's not playing well at all. He's not. Or he's not shooting well. Today was... Sometimes I differentiate. I'm like, okay, sometimes... Quickly, he's not shooting well, and sometimes he's not playing well. Today, he wasn't shooting well or playing well. So, it is what it is with Manuel quickly. All right. And you know what? We about to we about to bring some callers up. Are you on, are you on the phones, Fritz? I'm not sure if you're on the phones. On the phones. But before you do that, you already know what it is, man. Uh, I'm gonna go to Fubu. shout out to Fubu TV. It's an affiliate. If you want to watch this game, you're tired of Comcast, you want to cut the cable cord, all you got to do is go to FUBU TV and stream live games. You can stream live Knicks games as well. There's no blackouts like on Comcast or NBA League Pass. You pay monthly, and then you can cancel at any time because there's no contracts, all right? So you already know. Go to FUBU TV. Click the link below. Click the link in the description as well. And you can sign up for FUBU TV, all right? So shout out to FUBU TV. We partner with it as an affiliate. Shout out to you guys. All right. All righty then. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. All right. What's up? You hear me? Yep. I can hear you, man. Yeah, I'm going to do a little ad for you right now. I switched to FUBU TV like four months ago. It was like the best move I ever made. Oh, see? There you go. Especially, I like college sports. I've got my own sports packages. I got the ACC, SEC, all the all the sports channels. See, there you go, JC Jason. See, this is why I, I saw I partnered with him. It's just like you know what? This also, actually you makes sense. VR like ten things at once too. It don't got a limit. <laughs> there you go. See, and I still got the ad up. So we got I got the ad, and my man got uh, the Fubu TV ad. And my shout out to one of my mods who put who put me on to the Fubu TV thing. He was like, yo, let me check this out because he switched to Fubu TV too. And uh, he actually, he's the one who told me, he's like, yo, you need to uh, apply for the affiliate because they, I really like them. So shout out to the mind who put me on. <laughs> and they got MSG. That was the reason I switched. It's yeah. Like, once I found out they got MSG, I was like, okay, I can switch now. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. 
they, they, they got MSG. I know Comcast is trying to sh shake people down and stuff. So, you know. <laughs> and, you know, you already know what it is optimum sometimes. You know, so. All right, let's talk about this game. So, right, let's actually, go. I don't even want to really talk about this game. Go ahead. I just want to say this. This loss, and it's funny because I expected this to happen two nights ago. Like, because I was so pissed off with the trade deadline. This loss is on the front office and Tibbs because I think he's a big part of that. For treating it like if this this season isn't already over. For treating it like, no, nothing's wrong with the team. We just have to keep playing and everything will be okay. Like, yeah. I wasn't even that surprised that the Knicks lost this game. Like, were you that surprised? I'm, I mean, I'm immune to I'm, – I'm not immune to her because I was pissed. I, I'm, I'm a little shocked, man. I, I felt like maybe it's my optimism. I felt like after the win against Golden State – and the way we've been playing, I felt like there was some momentum coming into this game where we could finish it all strong. Like, I really thought so. Man, but this team has won a couple games before and looked great, and then all of a sudden they lose to a, a terrible team. Yeah. Yeah, this this is like, a, this I mean, is like an epic call. This I don't know epic. what it is, but the fact that they just brought everyone back and was like, yeah, nothing's really wrong. We're just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It's, it's man, it's crazy. <laughs> And the fact that they were shopping the vets means that they had an idea something was wrong, but then they were like, eh, oh, well. I think Tibbs blocked them from trading Alec Burks. That's my theory. No one else seems to believe it, but that's what I think. I don't think Tibbs wanted them to trade Alec Burks because Tibbs relies on Alec Burks to be their point guard. Right. Like he's, I don't know. People don't realize this. He's still the backup point guard. The backup point guard in the Knicks right now is Alec Burks. It's not Emmanuel quickly. Oh, yeah. That's, that's switched over a few games ago. Well, Alec Burks, Alec Burks is um was the first guard off the bench today. I feel like I quickly kind yeah. of been demoted. Like I feel like I don't, I haven't seen the ball in Quickly's hands as much over the last few games. Yeah, I mean, and, and I knew that like if they didn't trade Alec Burks, he's gonna play a lot no matter how he plays. And like Fournier tonight, like look, I like Fournier. He's but he's very inconsistent. And when he's having a bad game, you can't just keep putting him out there because he's gonna he'll shoot you out of a game. Yeah, yeah, and this is one of like them. when he's having a bad game, he'll shoot you into a game when he's having a good game. This is one of those games where it's like one of those games where like we didn't have a choice because Cam like out because I was screaming to put Cam in right when he was breaking in the first half, but I didn't realize Cam was injured in, the, in that fourth quarter. Like there was with, with yeah, no Cam and no I was, RJ. I didn't realize that either. I don't yeah. really know if he's really. In, I don't. He kept playing when he got hurt. Like he he came up limping. But then he played for like another two or three minutes. They didn't pull him right when he like when he hurt his ankle. So I don't know how true that is. Like he, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, something fishy going on. Well, Nick's put it P this way: if it was Julius Randle that happened to, he would have stood in the game. Well, Nick, <laughs> well, Nick's P. Well, you, may, you might be right. Nick's PR, Nick's PR uh, on Twitter tweeted out that Cam Reddish's return was questionable. So when I saw yeah, that, I was he like, ain't gonna play man. Once RJ comes back. I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just, like I said, I'm really like, this was what I expected to happen on Thursday. And I was going to be, I mean, I wasn't going to come on because it was so late, but I was right. going to be like, you see, this is what they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not, not happened. It was like one of the best wins of the season. Got my head big, came into this game. And I'm just like, ah, this was, this was a rough one, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know what's crazy? Like, Atlanta, the reason why I, I, we were saying that the season was over is because, you know, Atlanta had been playing good, Boston had been playing good, 
Atlanta's been losing, so we actually had a shot to like do something. Well, it's over, man. Atlanta. Well, here's the thing. Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta's been winning. They lost today, but they lost the last two games, and they lost to the Spurs, who just traded a bunch of their players. And we lost to the Portland, <laughs> who just traded a bunch of their players. Oh, yo, we're just, we're worse than them. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I thought before today we had a chance, though, because of how yeah. bad Atlanta was playing. The, 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 <laughs> the thing is. The the crazy part is, and they said it on the program, like the the the, the East is better this year. <laughs> the East is just better. Yeah, like, the East is better than the, the West. A bad team in the West. <laughs> the East is better than the West this year. Like if we was on the West, we would be, I think, sixth or seventh. So and no, no, we'd be tenth. I think ninth. I would. I would be ninth. No, I'm no, not sixth or seventh. So. Maybe seventh or eighth. No, no, I don't think it's gonna be a better record than the East. I think it's by one game, especially after tonight. <laughs> but but really, the thing is with the the East is like we're like two spots out of a play in, I believe. And, yeah, and it's like we're all bunched up. The ten, ten, nine, eight. I think ten, nine, eight, and seven is all bunched together. So that's why everybody's like, "You still got a chance. We still got a chance." Because you could go on like a three game winning streak, and somebody else goes on a two game losing streak, and we're right back in. Which is why no one's yeah. like really, you know. No, no one's really like, all right, we'll throw it away the season. So it's going to take like an epic collapse from this game on. Oh, they'll have it. I mean, here's what pisses me off, too. Well, I think this season's going to be terrible. It's going to finish terrible. They're not going to make the play in. And then they're going to they're gonna panic in the summer and do something stupid. I don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to like, they're going to go aggressive to try and improve the team. And, and do something stupid. That's what I think. Because the fact that they didn't do anything at the deadline, and everyone's going to be like, oh, you guys should do, you didn't make the play in. And they tried to make the play in because they didn't want to admit to themselves that they're not a good team. They're going to do something stupid in the offseason and overpay well, for a whole bunch of people. Well, here's the thing about the offseason, though. Like, we should have a little, I like, they, the, the front office definitely miscalculated this season and thought the, the contracts were movable. This offseason, though, the, we should have a little bit more leverage. We should have a little bit more leverage because yeah, of the year off for Kai Kai. You're going to have to kind of to get better players. And they're going to end up like, for, like you're not going to get, you're not going to be like, hey, I'll give you Fournier for, I don't know, this good player. Like, you're going to have to attach picks to those. And that's why I think they're going to overpay. They're going to end up getting screwed. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, yeah, Fournier, yes. But there's like expirings next season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, no, I'm just saying, like, but no one I'm... wants those expiring. Like, no one wants Nerlens Noel and Kemba Walker. I mean, Alec Burks is the one I would say. Like, I, I would still say Alec Burks and Kemba Walker are the guys. Do you think who... people are going to want Kemba Walker at nine million dollars next year? I mean, as an expiring, it might be a little bit, a little bit easier to me. Yeah, and, 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 and don't like that expiring right, contract. But, like, but they give us picks with that. But they're also Alec Burks, like. Because Alec Burks for Alec Burks, you know, is making ten million next season. He's making ten million next season. That's an expiring, and that's somebody who is still like his contract is still decent enough, and there's a team option. So that's an expiring contract. So I feel like bare minimum, Alec Burks can be moved in the summer, if anything. And we're going to have to move, and you're not going to have to attach a pick to him to move him in the summer, for sure. I mean. Well, I mean, to get a better player, we are going to have to attach picks. Like, I, we're not going to – you think we're just going to dump these guys? Like, if you to do – the reason why these – here's one thing people don't understand. 
The reason why these contracts, when they're expiring, are movable is because teams will give you a player that has more years on their contract than, than the one you're getting, that you're, you're giving up, right? right? So if you trade Alec Burks for a guy who has two, three years on his deal, the team might want to do that because it helps them clear cap space. But they're not going to want to do that unless you give them a pick. I know. For Alec Burks, I think. I think, I think, here's the thing, though. I feel like if we, ch- I think we can trade Alec Burks for like a couple of seconds. I feel like we can do that in the summer. They're not going to. Because he can see still a useful player and he's an expiring contract. Hmm? I think we could have did that two days ago. The only reason I feel like we didn't do it two days ago is because this Knicks front office still thinks we can make a run. So they're trying to like that's do a what, and that's what that's that I hundred percent agree with you, and that's why I'm so mad. Right. Because we can't. <laughs> that's why. Like we can't make a run. Otherwise, otherwise they would Otherwise, they probably just took some picks and tried to develop Cam or something like that. But they feel like we can still make a run because we're only two games out of the play-in. So, but I feel like they might be, they might be more inclined to do that in the summer. You know what I mean? But the thing is too, like I still want to see more from Cam and Grimes to make that transition easier in their minds. Because I don't want them to be like, well, we we might still need him to play. I like we need see we need. I mean, like we need them to show improvement to make so make it easier for them to go. Like we just need to clear time for them. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I, I really want to happen. <laughs> that's what I really want to happen because as of, to, as of today, we still wouldn't have seen we would have, we would not have seen Cam right now if RJ didn't get injured. Like he, we wouldn't have seen right. him. We wouldn't have seen him. And the same thing happened right. with Grimes. Yeah, I mean, here's a question I have. Here's one thing, because people keep saying what could have Tibbs done differently. Why did he have Kemba guarding Anthony Simons the whole game? Yeah, I now nah, agree. Listen, I I mean, he, he that's why he put Burks in the fourth quarter. And to be fair, Kemba, Anthony Simons didn't really go off until the fourth quarter. Not, You're right, but he did go off in the fourth quarter. And, and Tibbs, if he's such an adjustment-based coach, he should have made an adjustment pretty quickly. Now he did. Now he did. When, once he started going, once he started rolling off a, a few points, that's when he went to to uh, Alec Burks. But unfortunately, Alec Burks. Yeah, but how many minutes did he put? How many minutes before the end of the game did he switch to Burks? Um, I think it was like the last three minutes. Something. It wasn't much. Well, the well, well, first, well, the second unit crapped the bed in the first few minutes. Then the sit. I mean, yeah, the second unit crapped the bed the first few minutes of the fourth quarter. Then the second unit, then the first unit came back on. And after they crapped the bed for like two minutes, then they, he switched out Kemba. I don't think Kemba even played that many minutes in the fourth quarter. I, I think you got the time wrong. I think he left Kemba in for like five minutes. But but even then, I just, I guess me, it drives me crazy that this, that if the if the bench unit has a bad two minutes, he pulls them. But the starters can be back for 10, 15 minutes straight and he doesn't care. Yeah, I agree I mean, with that. I definitely agree with that. It's just, it's just. I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, I like Tiz, but the front office got to step in. And if they don't step in, they're going to end up firing him in a couple – well, I don't know if they'll do it this year, but they'll fire him eventually, and then they're probably going to be on the hot seat when that happens too. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Like, I usually – today was the day I don't – I'm not upset that he pulled the, the whole second unit. I'm not even going to lie. The only – I wish he might have left Cam in, but then I found out he Cam was injured. So, like, if to me, I would have left Cam in – with maybe with Taj and then pulled Simmons and kept Sims in, if anything. Then I would I but, think he should have I think he should have left the bench in again. Give him another minute or two. You know, like he doesn't like I just hate how he does that. Like right away, if they have a bad two minutes, it's oh I gotta get the starters back in. 
Absolutely. Like if the starters are so damn good, they're not. Today were they? I mean, um, today they were good, man. If you do that, I, I agree. If they don't win, you are that's like that's an indictment on you. I agree, yo. I agree with you ninety percent of the time, but today I felt like the starters were good. Today I feel like the starters were good for the most part. Not in the fourth quarter. Not why did I hear the question then? No, for so that no, the the starters then when they started playing bad in the fourth quarter. What happened? So why didn't he pull the starters then when they started playing bad in the fourth quarter? Because everybody on the bench was bad too. Like yeah, the, 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 I know, the, I'm just saying, the double the, standard, the way he treats the bench, and that's what drives me crazy about. No, this. I agree with you. No, I agree with you. I agree with you for the most part. When Ob is go, when Ob is playing well, like he was been playing well. When other bench players are playing well, he pulls them entirely too. I definitely agree with you there. I just feel like tonight. I feel like tonight is not the night I pull that card for tips. That's that's all I'm really saying. Because if you look at our bench for the second night in a row, right? It was Taj. It was Taj and Cam who was really leading our bench on tonight, and I feel like Golden State game. Taj is injured. I mean, Cam got injured, so he can't play, and he left Taj in there. And those were where our bench points was coming from. Ob wasn't giving you anything. Quickly wasn't giving you anything. Like nobody else from that bench unit was giving you anything. <laughs> So I mean, I agree with you, but like, was what was Fournier giving you? Because he put Fournier back in, like he was giving you anything. What I feel, I agree you? with he you, had but one good quarter, right? But Cam, Cam was injured. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, if if Cam was, if well, Cam was quickly in then, I would rather have quickly in than Fournier. Quickly was horrible too, bro. Like everybody, <laughs> like pick your poison. Okay, maybe you could just say quick. Maybe you could you could have said put quickly in there, right? Is missing every shot he takes. At least quickly won't take those shots like that. Dog, quickly was one for six. He shot a, a crit one for six at sixteen percent from the field with zero assists, zero steals, zero like what was Fournier? <laughs> Fournier was let's see, one for thirteen. It's like do you want to get Thank shot you. or do you want to do you want to get shot or you do want to get stabbed? Like that's that's what I'm looking that's at today. I, I, I don't think Fournier should have came back in tonight. That's what I'm trying to say. And Fournier had well, a high plus Kemba, minus. If today. he would have came back in, he should have pulled them right away once. Or he shouldn't have put Kemba and Anthony Simons in the I don't fourth think, quarter. Today, I don't think we had the personnel to pull that. And this is what I'm saying, man. There was no, there was no right answer. Like the only right answer to me today was maybe Sims. <laughs> I mean, I hear you, but here's the problem: Portland had an answer, and Portland just traded half of their team. Right. That's the personnel. That's not the coach. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So then that's I mean, I'm mad at the coach and the front office. So I'm mad at both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to feel you. I'm, 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 that's what I'm trying to tell you. There was no today. There was nowhere to go. Everybody sucked. Everybody sucked. And there's certain days where I'm just like, "Yo, Tisby Tibbin," because he like he doesn't give up. But today, everybody sucked. <laughs> All right. Here, here's another complaint about Tibbs, right? And again, you know I'm a Tibbs fan. I was arguing with a guy defending Tibbs a month ago. Right. So, you watch the Nuggets play, right? You see all that off-ball movement? You could say, oh, that's just because they have Jokic. But if you notice, there were other guys that were making crazy passes too besides Jokic. We have no off-ball movement. When Randall gets the ball, everyone stands around. That's a fact. And I don't get it because we, we, were, we were moving the ball for like two and a half quarters into the fourth quarter. Like, our, the passing was one of the... The, our passing was on point for man. What is this? Our passing was on point for the second half of the first quarter, second quarter, and third quarter, all the way up to the fourth, and then it all went to shit. 
I didn't even mean to curse. My bad. Me too. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of night, man. I yeah, mean, I'm I sorry. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know how many more games I can watch of this team this year. At some point, I'm going to probably just cut it off because if, 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 like, I don't get it. Like, like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm just yeah. annoyed that they keep acting like if there's nothing wrong. We could just keep trotting out the same lineup and, and uh, everything will be okay. Yo, we had 19 assists today, man. After only scoring 11 points in the fourth quarter. If we had, like, our normal passing game that we had for the few games, we could at least hit 25, 26 assists on the night. Like, that's how good we were passing the whole night until the fourth quarter when we only scored 11 points. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. But it's, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I got man. nothing, man. I got nothing either, man. I got nothing. Thanks for calling, man. I got nothing yeah, either. Yeah, right. thanks for taking my call. I, this, the man, yo, listen, listen, guys. Salute to everybody. Shit, salute to you. Salute to the chat. This is one of those nights where if I didn't have to do a show, I would have just shut off my computer, shut off the TV, and just, like, kick, kick, kick the wall, curse, curse something out, and out, mm. This is the night where I would I would just been by myself, but you know I'm here with I'm here already too with you guys talking Knicks basketball, man. Because this tonight was just frustrating to watch. Fritz wants to be in the queue. Go ahead, Fritz. Let's go, Fritz. <laughs> hey, what's up, JL? What's going on, Fritz? Yeah, um, you know what? I I just have just a few few things that irk me about the game. I know I just don't see the Knicks um, stopping a run. I just don't – the Knicks just don't know how to stop a run. That's when you take a timeout, you run a great play, when you know it's good at timeouts. Yeah. So I, I'm just like – and then fourth quarter, like, um, just Randall just looked, looked tired. Yeah, he looked tired. He looked like I was coming back in this early. <laughs> Yeah, and he was like, you know, he had so much success, like, just going down the hill for the first three quarters. Fourth quarter, he just did not have it in him. So I'm like, do they have any other plays that didn't involve Randall going downhill? Yeah. I, and it just wasn't, um, yeah, no ball movement. Randall wasn't even, he wasn't even bringing the ball to court. Nah. It was, the, it, was, it was the point. It was the guards, man. The guard play was hard. This is like the guard, the Kemba and Burks, man. The guard play in the fourth quarter was bad. Like, and it's funny because Burks is really feast or famine when he goes to the hole and he does that little flip up shot. And mm-hmm. it, and like if it doesn't go in, if if he if he shoots that shot and it doesn't go in, what happens is he just ends up going for he just ends up falling to the floor, and then it's a five one four going the other way. <laughs> like every single time, yeah. like if he doesn't get a foul or if the bucket doesn't go, he's just on the floor and it's a five on four, and now we're in trouble. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and there was just there was no one on the bench that like, you went you can go to and it's like, hey, can I? <laughs> like, I that's the one thing. It's like there was nothing on the bench that like, you could just say, qu- qu- as as bad as Fournier is playing, quickly was jacking him up at a bigger rate. Yeah, man. Quickly wasn't. Fournier is one for thirteen, but quickly is one for six in a third of the time. Yeah, man. Like, so, 
So, I, I mean, the only thing I would have probably thought of is maybe maybe bringing Obi because Obi just has a knack of just finding himself around the basket because, um, yeah, Randall was nowhere near the basket, like nowhere near the basket. He was hanging out by the three line, and the best he can do is, you know, just the over-dribbling. But he was yeah. nowhere near the Now, you can tell. You can tell in the fourth quarter he was trying to post on, like, the left side of the court. And the, even the way he was posting, he looked like he was gasping for air. Just like, and this is this was what made the Golden State game so impressive because he kept that pace up for four quarters. He he seemed like he was he was spry the whole time, and he didn't commit the turnovers, and he, and he didn't have the extra playmaker in um in RJ Barrett to take some of that load off. He did it all himself. He only had two turnovers. Like today though, he like I don't know. He just needed more rest. The bench, Derrick Rose coming back is gonna help us a lot. The bench mm-hmm. really just needed help. We just needed somebody on the bench to settle things down. Because mm-hmm. the starters just the starter you, you you can say the starters just need you can you can say the starters had a great game, but they just needed more help. They they needed a break to get yeah. their things together. You can say that because the bench yeah. really after but, the bench in the first half I, they were actually winning in the first half. Thanks to. What was the bench points? The bench points was I have all these dang old notes and I can't find them right now. But the we I think we we outscored we outscored the Portland bench in the first half, and I don't think it ended up that way. Yeah, yeah. The only only other thing I because I know people were talking about the deadline. I don't blame the Knicks uh, at the deadline. I can see what they're doing, like um. The thing that the Knicks just couldn't – they couldn't have predicted that San Antonio would sell off on the last day. The first day, Portland sold off and blocked mm-hmm. the Knicks because Portland was giving out deals. They were giving – for the Knicks, the Knicks wanted to operate over the cap, so they didn't want expiring deals. They wanted a, a deal of one more year, and Port, Portland was giving out, like, quality starters for – one-year deals, and they were just not there. So the Knicks couldn't get on that. The second day, San Antonio decided to blow the team up, and they were doing the same thing. And so the Knicks couldn't get in there. So I, I can't really blame them on that. That um, that Toronto deal, the Knicks obviously were working on something, like a second deal. Like Knicks were working on something. Eventually, that will come out what it was. Because it was it was not according to the whole plan, right? So they were working on something. Here's so, okay. Mm-hmm. I was okay. Wait, bench scoring first half. Knicks bench outscores their bench forty five to twenty. Wait, I'm sorry, that's the wrong. That's the Warriors. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But anyway, to give it to your point, I think what the Knicks were trying to do. I think the Knicks were trying to get extra picks from um, Toronto, yeah. and then they were trying to trade no. Um, Nerlens Noel. I think they was going to try to go after a big. I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, they they were working like it's one you see one trade, but they were working on on a second trade, right. and then probably when the second trade didn't work out, they they could get it. But yeah. like, yeah, they were working on something that we didn't see there. So I I feel like they might have been trying to get like I, Miles I Turner believe. or something or like a stretch. I feel like they were trying to get like a Miles Turner or like a stretch five or something. And they and they were just and that's mm-hmm. what, and they were just trying to like get all the picks they can to uh 
to pony up a play for like a Miles Turner or a Mo Bomber or something. Because you, I don't think you're yeah. gonna give away Noel, Noel and Burks, and not and trying to get. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what they were trying to do. That's my guess, though. Who knows? Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. But I, I think this summer, I think this the Knicks will be okay this summer. But you, the one thing you do know is with our one year deals. Portland Trailblazers is, is, is doing the same thing. And Portland Trailblazers have a whole bunch of one-year deals, and they're going to be hunting like the Knicks. You got the uh, San Antonio Spurs are going to be hunting like the Knicks. So whatever the Knicks are doing, they're going to have to outbid everybody. And that's, that's the thing. It's not looking that great, but mm-hmm. if, if they already have people, you know, working behind the scenes, if, if the players are motivated, it always can happen. So... Oh, I feel you, man. Oh, I just need I need I need this summer to I need to see I need to see Cam this summer. I need to see Cam play get minutes next season. I don't want to see I don't want to see yeah. a situation where Kevin Knox. I don't want to see a Kevin Knox situation next season with Cam, man. Especially after you get yeah. a pick, like we can't we can't do that. My, my guess, my guess is that the Knicks will sign Cam this summer, like long. That's that's my guess. Like like. You know him and RJ sign long term. I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. Or may, they might try to like save it so they can go over the cap. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what teams usually do. They like, try to save it to the last minute so they can still will and deal and have cap flexibility and then like sign them to yeah. like, if they yeah, that, sign them to go over the cap. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think they're gonna. I don't think yeah, they're gonna do it. That's this why summer. the Knicks are trying to stay over. Right. Mm-hmm. And if yeah, the Knicks, tr- yeah, the Knicks are trying to stay over. Hmm. Well, yeah, man. Uh, ah, frustrating game, though, yo. Thanks for calling in, man. <laughs> All right, sure, no problem. Yeah, man, thanks for calling in. Shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KOT Show. Shout out to JT Reddick, Starlight Roller, Nick Em Up, Kareem Grant, uh, and everybody else is rocking with the show. I- I'm going a- I'm to a end it here, man. I'm going to end it here. Who- what's the next game? I think the next game is Monday. Super Bowl Monday coming up. Next game, we got the Nets. Next game, we got the Mets. The Nets. I don't think Ben Simmons is going to be suiting up. We're going to be back at home, so there's going to be no Kyrie. That sh- I'm not, man. I, I I was calling this a win today, and we didn't win, so I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but I really hope we get this win on Wednesday for sure. Uh, Knicks versus Nets. But, yeah, well, wrap up of the game, Cam Reddish showed some flashes. He, he gave us a little bit of something that, you know, we, we've been missing. The long arms on defense was able to disrupt, uh, disrupt the ball, poke away, poke the ball away, get some steals. And he was able to actually go to the hole smoothly. Looks really smooth going to the hole today. I really liked his shot, his shot selection in the first half, especially the second half, not so much. But he only took like one shot in the second half. But I liked the way he got to the line. He hit his free throws, and he just gave us something different on the offense and some length on defense and some shot creation. I like that. Grimes is a player. He can get hot in a minute and just roll or just rail off like a quick 16, 15 points whenever he wants to. And his defense is always going to be top notch. He's He might be our best. Yeah, Grimes is definitely our best team defender at the wing position for sure. Like he's a guy who you can he can guard three guys and get back to his man. 
Now, granted, I do feel like, you know, Josh, he, he, he kind of helped a little bit too much off of Josh Hart in the first quarter. But I felt like second and third quarters, he really did his thing. Kemba Walker had his best showing as a Nick since December. He was able to hit that threes. He's able to get a four-point play or two going. I mean, he got able to get a four-point play going. Played really good defense. Anthony Simons for three quarters got cooked in the fourth. And Randall played really good for again, another 28-point game. He's been averaging pretty much 29 points a game over, over his last six games. So we lost this game, but it seems like Randall has turned the corner. We just got to see if Randall's going to turn that corner and keep that momentum going at home. All right. Shout out to the chat. Uh, good night, Nick. I'm up. Good night to everybody else. Rock the KD show. Get out to JT. That is our show. And uh, you already know what to do, man. Follow us on all social media, the KOT Show on Twitter, the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, and the Nick of Time Show on Facebook. Um, also, you can get our snapbacks at the, uh, the Nick of Time Show.com. And also, you can listen, listen to us on our um, you know, poc- and podcast form as well, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. All right? That is our show. We are out of here. And as always, shout out to World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here, right? We're out of here. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. In, 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 in,